Hi, it's Elmira. Last week, we spoke with Yasha Monk, a professor on liberal democracy and populism at Johns Hopkins University in Washington. In that episode, we talked about the state of the European Union and the run-up to the European parliamentary elections. During that conversation, we also touched on the role that social media has played in democracy. Here's this week's outtake. In the last decade, social media has upended the way critical information is spread and candidates campaign in the lead up to elections. We know a lot about the Russian government and the role it played in decisive um, elections leading up to the 2016 Brexit referendum and in the U.S. presidential elections. Um, We constantly read about similar tactics that the Russians have used um, for the EU elections. How does social media undermine democracy? What social media does, I think, is to reduce the distance between uh, institutional gatekeepers and ordinary people. If you think back 20 or 30 years, um, we still lived in a world of what Clay Shirky might call one-to-many communication, which is to say that in order to reach a large audience, you needed to be in a geographical center um, and have access to the column inches of the New York Times or airwaves of uh, CBS. Um, Now we live in a world of many-to-many communications. If you have 50 followers on Twitter, you can uh, tweet a video of something shocking that's happening or a cute cat or some political commentary that for some reason captures the imagination of uh, your fellow citizens. And it can be seen and read and watched by millions of people in the course of an hour or two. Now that can be a positive development because it makes it easier for people with voices that have not been heard so far, who may have something important to say, who may be pointing to um, the grievances of a group that have been overlooked, to have a real voice in the political process. Uh, But it obviously also makes it easier um, for extremists to organize, um, for them to spread hatred, for them to create an alternate alternate reality uh, in which conspiracy theories substitute for what's actually going on in the world, Uh, and at a time in which people are already quite uh, disenchanted with the economic progress that they feel in their own lives, at a time when many citizens are um, disoriented and in some cases very hostile to a set of cultural and demographic changes in their countries, um, that makes for a very dangerous cocktail. I hope you enjoyed this week's outtake. Be sure to check back in next Tuesday for our latest episode.